last time on Exiled. During the banquet at the end of the first day of the tournament, the Exiles met some new people, made some new contacts, and then day two of the tournament started. Sunspot from the other Exiles team was brutally murdered, which was not fun for a lot of people. And now... He will not be missed. <laughs> yes, he will. He's easily the worst mutant. You literally had one of the new mutants who was in blackface. Which one was that? I can't remember. Amara. We had this conversation before. I don't recall her. <laughs> I mean, I don't recall that about her. Anyway, she's still better than Bobby. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So now Warlock and Angela are. Oh, I'm sorry. A... I'm sorry. I, just, I feel I need to say this. I want to make it clear. Uh. Blackface is bad. <laughs> so now Warlock and Angela are in a flame war in this round two of the tournament. Let's see who wins this week on Exiled. James, I play a Wendigo. The uh, the indefinite article is important because if uh, Luke ever kills my character, I will either quit the show and hop or simply play a new Wendigo. This Wendigo is Francois Frank Lartigue, a Métis fur trapper who was forced to succumb to uh, cannibalism in the Canadian wild and uh, was cursed to be a large, hairy uh, pro wrestling dad as a result. I'm Kaylee. I you can find me on Nike Plus, uh, screen name James Lee. <laughs> he got so sad when I made him go last. I really hate our running bits sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and by sometimes, I mean all the time. I'm Kaylee. I play the teenage time-traveling uh, mutant telepath from the X-Men. I'm Devin, and I play Dr. Nemesis. Um, he is a former Nazi hunter turned super scientist for the X-Men. I'm Jen, and I play Warlock. He's a good, good alien space boy uh, robot, and he's currently fused with Angela, who is a uh, angel murderer, mostly. She's good at murder. She's very good at murder. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. Let's get rolling. So five minutes have passed of furious typing, deleting, editing, quick image editing. And now it is time for Warlock and Angela to reveal their meme against Sabretooth to see who wins this Flame War round of the tournament. So we're doing, uh, we're not doing Wushu rules? (laughs) No. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Just checking. I have a good. I have a good meme to insult uh, Sabretooth that I can say after. So, um, uh, War- Warlock has taken over entirely. Angela's just sort of like sitting back, being confused. Um, 
<laughs> and Warlock's been like, of course, like furiously uh, interfacing and just giggling uh, to himself. And so, what comes <laughs> what comes across over to Sabertooth's computer is it's an it's an animated GIF that's like it, it it's like a a cartoon of Warlock like smashing Sabretooth with a hammer in this, like, creepy old cartoon-style way. And uh, Mm -hmm. overlaid over this is just in this, like, pulsing color, like, uh, uh, anime, like, seizure-inducing thing, um, is just very large, the word updog. (laughs) Oh, shit. What's up, dog? I don't know what's up with you. <laughs> well, if you think that you're so smart now, wait till you get a load of this. And three words appear on the monitor. The letters you are, the word frail, and then lull. Yeah, you're feeling it now, aren't you? I text I text Sabretooth uh, a picture of the SpongeBob doing the weird like chicken face or something, and it just, and it just in the weird alternating letters just says, "Oh, you're really feeling this now, aren't you? Are you feeling it now, Mister Krabs? I don't know who this is. <laughs> who is this yellow boy? Why is he square? Um, uh, War- Warlock posts a video of that uh, interaction." from his uh, gif uh, on YouTube. Wendigo likes and subscribes. <laughs> he goes to delete the post, but the uh, judge has turned off his computer and has taken away his computer privileges and Warlock has won the round. Uh, Warlock puts it on his Instagram story. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to the fan art of this. And so the good, good boy Warlock and friend Angela have made it to the next round. Uh, Warlock looks confident for the first time in this tournament. The next fight is between Bob Diamond, representing Mr. Claw, and Midnight, representing Kanshu. Wow, it's Bob Diamond. He is dressed like the Walker, Texas Ranger type asshole that he is, and he is still heavily, heavily drinking. He now does have a actual alcohol problem. And Midnight is dressed in a full black bodysuit. Bob Diamond chooses for the fight to actually just be in this dang arena to save time and to not make him open up more portals. And Midnight chooses it to be a fight to the death. Bob waits for Midnight to make the first move. And Midnight does that. His arms explode, revealing that they are made out of arcane cybernetic enchantments and enhancements and all sorts of things like it's pretty much all spinning magical blades bob starts to look slightly worried until someone in the audience says i heard he got his name because bob diamond's skin is like a diamond and bob smiles and walks up to the spinning blades that break against his skin and then he grabs midnight shoulders and head butts his head off <laughs> the head lands in wendigo's lap <laughs> wendigo holds it up and cheers I just continue drinking out of my orange Julius cup that in no way has whiskey in it. I put a straw in the base of his neck. (laughs) 
So you think that you're so good at laughing now, Miss Jean Grey? Well, it's time for our match now, and I'm going to cut to the point. So Shatterstar, is, it is time for your match. Oh, really? I, I had no way of telling that horrible horse voice with Shatterstar. <laughs> you know, we've had a lot of like temperature changes here, so it's very likely to have your throat get messed up with. <laughs> but yeah, this is my Shatterstar voice. Oh, someone... Is it also your Sabertooth voice? No, that's a bit more like this. I can't. I legitimately can't hear a difference. I can hear the That's fine. Ball. They're they're both they're both tough guy voices. Yeah, yeah. You know that's that's the important thing. Out yeah, of this. it's definitely a tough guy. I never uh, pooped my pants like a giant baby voice. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I need to? I can just walk and shit as I go. <laughs> There's a flap in the back. What the fuck? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Man, we're gonna get so many complaints about this Shatterstar. We did a very, I did. There was oh, a I'm very good Shatterstar in the March special. <laughs> is there going to be a Shatter? What kind of Shatterstar fan is out there to complain? There's a lot of them. They're on Tumblr. They're very scary. There's a lot more of them than Wendigo fans, James. Well, that was rude. Anyways, those assholes can find me at jamesleesk.tumblr.com. <laughs> So, Shatterstar picks for the fight to be in your house again. Oh, original. Wait, is it the is it like the WWE Attitude Era pay-per-view in your house? No, it is literally the fight where Jean Grey had to fight the beast before. They really think she's soft in the head in the in, in the hall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just like rolling my eyes at this shit at this point. They're like, "Ooh, she's a teen. She'll be sad." <laughs> I'm just, like, really fucking jaded right now, so. He also has, like, 12 swords with him. Where? Like, uh, He's got them duct taped to his arms. <laughs> God. And he lifts his arms up and cuts his own throat and dies. Uh, no, and Gene, you get to decide the terms of the match. Okay. Uh, no fighting to kill. You both have mm-hmm. to live. Mm-hmm. Um, no fighting dirty. This is a fair match. Mm-hmm. You could also just be a big jerk and say no weapons. That's <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no weapons. No. <laughs> the uh, duct tape that is holding all the swords peels off as they fall, and he gets sucked into the portal. And uh, you also end up in the portal. And we are back to doing wushu rules. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Describe the shit out of it. This <laughs> is sucks and I annihilate him at every turn. <laughs> so, so the house is still a mess from the fight with the beast. And so Shatterstar is going to be like, ah, well, we can still use improvised weapons and he runs to the kitchen and he tries looking for knives but because the house has been mostly abandoned and people have come in to pick off the copper wiring and that sort of thing 
All he's able to find are a pair of plastic knives. I'm going to cut you now with these. I'll, 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 I'll cut to the point. And he throws one of them at you. I don't even use my telekinesis. I just move my head slightly and it bounces away harmlessly. If you tried to throw a uh, so are you just going to knife? It's not going very far. No. Okay. So are you using all your points in defense in this uh, round? No. Okay. Well, uh, add some more offensive actions that you are taking. Uh, okay. Can I just uh, just telekinetically knock him over? Like uh, describe where okay. you're him into. <laughs> That's right. All right. Again, yeah. I cannot stress how over it I am with this. Oh, we're fighting in your childhood home because mm-hmm. I think you're a dumb, stupid girl thing. Like, I'm 100% over it. I'm <laughs> jaded as hell. I almost killed my almost dad. I really, like, just fucking had it officially with this Shatterstar guy. So I am just channeling all my disgust and annoyance into a telekinetic shove that's just gonna push him down like I'm in a high school bully that shoves him in a locker it's just that (laughs) okay Uh, you are getting five points and this is going to be your rank four so anything that you roll that is four or under will be a success how many points are you putting in attack how many points are you putting in defense um Okay, let me remember how this goes. So you're going to roll 5d6. Okay, uh, that's right, yeah. Like, in some, and you declare how many are going to be offense, how many will be defense. Okay, um, out of five. So uh, two defense, three offense. Okay, so you're going to roll two dice and anything four or under is a success. Okay, so that's under, that's for d6, number is two. Yep, so what are the end results? Um... A one, a six, and a five. Okay, so that was your three offense. So one of those is going to be a success, and then you just roll two for your defense. Um, 14. Sorry, I've already totally forgotten how we do so this. Sorry. Are, uh, okay, so where it says 1d6, or I believe 3d6 right now? Yes, so 3d6. Yeah, yeah you should change okay. that to two. Because you're only rolling two And then defense. modifier is nothing. Yep. And you roll that, and then it's going to have the numbers separated by commas, oh, okay. and those yeah, are what sorry, you want to tell I'm me. I'm like a total airhead about these. Okay. No problem. It's yeah. been like two weeks. Okay, so I have a five, I, a five and a four. Okay, so you got one defense success, one offense success, and... Shatterstar failed, and so he takes one defense, and so you have three lives, he has two lives. He's he's angry. You tried to you you, you tried to attack me with your head mind just because I don't have swords? Well, I I uh, I'm gonna punch you. And he moves to punch you in the mm. face. Okay, I throw up a telekinetic shield that he will slam his fist into and break his little fingies. <laughs> okay, that is going to be three. How are you splitting that between attack and defense? Uh, two defense, one offense. Okay, uh, and that's still going to be used in telekinesis. So anything four or under is a success. So how many uh, defense success do you get? I got a 
two and a three. Okay, so both okay. of those are successes. And then roll for the uh, offense. Just the first result. Five. Okay, so you miss the offense, but you do stop both of his attacks that came through that were coming at you. Okay. Uh, right now he is completely off of his base, so he's just doing uh, traits on the fly. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you get to lead off the actions this turn. Okay. Um, again, I'm really just disgusted with this guy at this point and his cranky little baby tantrums and throwing plastic knives at my head. You know, I'm thinking back to like every time back in Westchester where I had to like babysit some little waspy dumbass kid that ate paste. And so I'm just like really over it. So I would like to just telepathically make him take a nap down mm-hmm. uh he meanwhile is going to try uh to tackle you because that's about as far as he he's thinking right now he he really is not used to not having swords so you will have four dice to split up this time okay Let's even that out two two mm-hmm. so that's a two and a four okay so both of those are successes and then for the defense a six and a three uh, so one success on defense, but you are able to put him asleep and he is considered to be out of the ring or out of the fight. So you have won this round. I just say a very monotone. Yay. <clears throat> he doesn't like get any kind of cool, quippy knife pun. I'm just like, no, it's just not happening. I'm just <laughs> disgusting. No, he is just sawing some logs. Get it? Sawing. Wait, that's my knife. Look, I'm just mm-hmm. so tired. So, uh, how's Dr. Nemesis doing? I know he got that big old beer after he had a big financial loss. He's doing pretty well. He's enjoying some fights. Good to see some of his teammates win. So, the next fight is going to be between Dr. Doomed and Mr. Canrack, but the fight after that is going to be uh, Crow versus Brian Fallsworth. So, if you want to go and do some shenanigans for revenge. Well, is he, what, what's Crow doing? Uh, he's he's drinking. He's having a social time around a lot of people who are congratulating him on beating me. You yes. nerd. Mm-hmm. He beat a nerd. That's not that impressive. Well, I'd like to make him uh, just a drink, just to show that there's no hard feelings. Using one of the Doctor Nemesis patented uh, famous cocktails. Ah, you have uh, come over to be a good sport, then. Yes, but of course. Mm. And this is your patented cocktail. What is it called? The Demon Buster. Is this something from an anime? Oh, yes. Mm. He eyes you. Do you think I am a fool? Probably. But no. I'm just making you a nice friendly drink. Mm. Then I will trust you. And he uh, drinks the drink. The next battle, meanwhile, is between Dr. Doomed of... Kamartage and the enigmatic Mr. Canrack. Dr. Doomed is wearing a cheap Dr. Doom Doomsmiss costume, and Mr. Canrack is still wearing his Groucho glasses. I'm putting money on Dr. Doom, Luke. On Dr. Doomed? Yep. Dr. Doomed commands that they go to the Castle of Doom, and Mr. Canrack makes it a battle of the minds. The two of them enter Doomstadt Castle in Dr. Doom's study, where Dr. Doom himself was actually reading at the time and he is very irate about these two people who suddenly appear in his castle and stare at each other for five minutes 
while Dr. Doom just gets even more and more angry until they break. And Mr. Kenrak declares that Dr. Doomed was the winner and they both shake hands. So you get your money. Oh, yeah. Back to that winning circle. The next battle is between Crow of Lemuria and Brian Fallsworth representing the Destroyers. Crow seems unsteady as he approaches dressed in a black gi while Brian Fallsworth is dressed as Union Jack. Crow is struggling to stay awake and chooses that they go to the blue area of the moon. We're putting a lot of money on Fallsworth, Luke. And Union Jack makes it a shootout. The two of them go through the portal with the supplied six shooters and they face off. The judge counts and they each take 10 steps in opposite directions. But when Brian turns around and shoots all six shots and misses, it's because Crow has fallen asleep on the ground. For this unsporting display, Crow is disqualified and Brian wins the match. Ah, what a shame there. So that means that next time, Jean Grey is going to be facing off against Brian Fallsworth and Medusa will be facing off against Angela and Warlock. Beloved Marvel character, Brian Fallsworth. Union Jack. Oi, oi, it's me, Brian Fallsworth. Bob's your uncle. Step in time, step in time. I'm feeling offended. Kill him now. (laughs) I don't like the English, so I'm fine with this. (laughs) So the next fight is between Misty Knight of Kunlun and Ajak, representing the Eternals. Misty is dressed in her gi from the day before, and Ajak is dressed in some Jack Kirby-esque Eternals armor. Misty picks that they return to Kunlun, and Ajak makes it a straight-up brawl. As they fight in a small abandoned town on the side of the mountain, Misty uses her innate knowledge of the location, the winds, and more, and is able to get the drop on Ajak. Before he can turn around, Misty charges her arm with chi and punches him into the mountain where he causes an avalanche that buries him under hundreds of pounds of snow she is declared the winner and the two of them return to the field how is uh wendigo holding up i mean just fine i think his drink's running a little dry has anyone else decapitated anyone no i mean then he's a little thirsty okay well i mean there's a bartender out here or you can get your buddy to get your drink if you aren't worried about him trying to uh, knock you out so he can win money betting against you. No, I think I'm just fine. Okay. Also, we're work friends. There's no reason for me to sabotage him. <laughs> money. I assume he's betting for me. Also, I'm assuming the odds are pretty, like, it would be a big payout for betting on Wendigo. Okay. The next fight is between... The Madam Hydra of er, is between Madam Worm of Hydra and the Crane Mother of Kunzi. Madam Worm is dressed in her green Hydra dress from before, her red hair flowing as she moves towards the ring, as worms are also moving in and out of it. Crane Mother, meanwhile, is dressed in a series of loose wrapped bandages over her ancient and withered body. Crane Mother chooses for them to fight in the Deadlands, and Madam Worm chooses for it to be a fight to the death. As the two of them face off, Madam Worm flies towards Crane Mother, landing a blow on her that leaves a number of worms and maggots at the impact site. Crane Mother seems unbothered and even grabs the insects and eats them. Seeing that she thinks they taste good, a massive crane formed from energy extends out and swallows Madam Worm, and when it vanishes, 
nothing is left, and Crane Mother wins the match. So what is uh what are Warlock and Angela doing between the matches now? Um well I think um Warlock went and sat in the stands uh to watch uh Jean's match and mm-hmm. uh sat with Wendigo and uh sort of uh gingerly started trying to um discuss what one should and should not eat. Um and Somehow this conversation ended up talking about the dark web and it's uh like <laughs> <laughs> um so so uh yeah warlock is uh unsuccessfully trying to uh convince Wendigo that um people aren't for eating. What is Wendigo's take on that? I mean Wendigo disagrees obviously. He eats people when he thinks it's fine. He doesn't force other people to eat people, but he doesn't want people to force him not to eat people. What are his views on eating the dark web, though? Oh, uh, he doesn't understand the dark web, so he assumes it's like dark chocolate and is okay with it. Uh, uh, Warlock now thinks. Imagine him saying something about, like, you gotta make sure that dark web's 75% cocoa or better. Warlock now thinks the dark web is made of <laughs> chocolate. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination, and Russian brides, and stolen credit card information. Working through some stuff, eh? He actually thinks the dark web might have something to do with, like, illicitly selling dark chocolate. (laughs) I mean... One of Those us could parts. go to Silk Road right now and see if there's he any He spends on a lot of time on, on Reddit discussing this with people. <laughs> oh, buddy. So the next fight is between Rue Mort of the Britannic Empire and Gazing Nightshade, representing the Yakuza. As she is called forward, she leaves a solemn-looking man with a mohawk who is surrounded by men and women waiting on him. Gazing Nightshade is dressed in a blue overcoat with Bandages wrapped around her eyes. Rue Mort's costume is unchanged from the last match where she looks like weird bondage Iron Man. Gazing Nightshade chooses Rue Mort's home, and Rue Mort chooses it to be a fight to the death. The two enter into a massive opalescent castle filled with men dressed in blue, white, and red, and outside is a thick black choking smoke that fills the sky in the countryside. Rue Mort stares at Gazing Nightshade, who unwraps the bandages around her eyes. And she stares at Rue Mort. And as blood starts to come out of Gazing Nightshade's eyes, Rue Mort falls to the ground in horror. She cries out to surrender the match, but the judge reminds her that it is to the death. And as she continues to scream in anguish, blood pours out of her eyes, and then the screaming stops and she falls on the ground dead and gazing nightshade ties the bandages around her eyes again and walks back to her seat. The winner. (laughs) Don't worry. That's on the other side of the bracket. (laughs) (laughs) The next match is between Maddie Cho of Olympus and Kurth breaker of stone representing dark Asgard. Maddie is dressed in a workout outfit and she's coming in hulked out from the start. And Kurth is small, a dwarf covered in armor that seems to be made of almost living red stone. The two face off, and Maddie chooses that they fight in the sky cities of Olympus, 
and Kurth makes it a hammers match or a mallets match because I learned that's an actual term in wrestling. A weapons rack appears and Maddie chooses a brightly colored red and yellow hammer. And as they face off, Maddie swoops in, grabs the handle of Kurth's hammer and raises it up as Kurth is seemingly attached to the hammer and starts hammering Kurth into the ground with his own hammer until he releases it. As he does, the cursed enchantment affecting the dwarf releases, and he falls unconscious. Maddie is declared the winner, and she puts the hammer as a prize onto her back and leaves the ring. Which will bring us to the final match of the night. Francois versus Deathshead. Deathshead matches Windigo in height, but that's about where the same that's about where the similarities end, because he's a shriny because he is a shiny chrome color he is a shiny chrome covered bounty hunter got it in four representing sword uh so mr wendigo uh you you get to pick where this fight is going to be where would you like it to be the scene friday november 22nd 1963 dallas texas 12 30 p.m a grassy knoll above dealey plaza <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Do, does he get wushu points for that? Uh, you 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 want to be at the site of the John F. Kennedy assassination? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you will not be able to prevent his assassination. Oh no no don't don't worry don't worry I won't. Oh. As a Canadian, you will be declaring war upon our country if you're responsible for his death. And Death's Head turns and looks at you and says, I think I'm having an excellent plan, yes. The contest is to kill John F. Kennedy. An excellent plan. Did you do this okay. just to make Luke do the impression? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Oh, God. I didn't know Jeff's head had an accent. No, she means the John F. Kennedy assassin. The John F. Kennedy accent from Clone High. No, Wait, was that the voice you were just doing? No, that was do a Jeff's head voice. <laughs> Ira, hope I'm not killed by a Wendigo or an intergalactic freelance peacekeeping agent. Us, James. So you appear in the book depository and uh, in a room surrounded by boxes. There are a pair of sniper rifles against the window and you have 20 minutes to kill John F. Kennedy. Okay. Um. So, I was not this? expecting this. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to make me kill JFK either. I was gonna fucking frame Death's head for it. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I feel like based on the adjustment, we should probably do this with traditional phase rip rules. I don't see why, but okay. 
Okay. So, <sighs> the one time Luke tries to be responsible and not get everybody's stats. Thank you, other nerds. Okay. The question I got is, this does stats. JFK have stats? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I have stats for We're all going to John jail. F. Kennedy. <laughs> it's in another universe. So also in here. Yeah, this JFK voted for Nixon. Uh, also in here are several members of the Mafia. The Comedian. Uh, Jack Ruby. Magneto from Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. Red Skeleton, the other comedian. And, uh, yeah. So, what is Wendigo doing? Uh, Wendigo is using his silver skates to skate through the window at 10,000 miles an hour directly at JFK, hitting his head with his claws. Okay, roll me a uh, check to use those skates. Why do I have to roll the check to use the skates? They're skates. You can still roll. I'm Canadian. Yeah, you still have to. Fine. What am I rolling against? Uh, it is class 5,000 to use the skates. Okay, I'm in the red. Okay. And then roll me an agility check at shift zero. Okay, one sec. I'm looking at what my agility is. At shift zero. I don't know what that means. You're rolling a check at the shift zero column. I didn't know that was a column. We've never used it before. Yeah. You've never tried to decapitate someone while moving at nigh the speed I rolled in the green. What did he roll? I rolled a 78. Okay. Uh, Yeah, you have... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be on a fucking watch list now. But now we know why this tournament happened in this universe. It was because (laughs) JFK was murdered by a Wendigo. And why this world is darker. And why this world is darker. Yep. It, it all started here. As you're going, you briefly see a man in a yellow coat who looks at you. And uh, you and Death's Head return uh, to the ring. And yeah, that is canonically how JFK died in this universe. Uh, they never found a cause. Because his head just clean popped off. And did you grab the head and take it with you? No, no, no. Okay. (laughs) Well, you said your drink was getting empty, so I had to be sure. That's where I draw... Listen, I don't want to get fucking letters. (laughs) (sighs) And that ends the... Podcast. uh, Second route. And as I get back to the ring, this plays.
Jack's time is up. My time is now. <laughs> it's the end of Camelot. He, he couldn't see me. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, round three is going to be Loki versus the Bride of Spiders, Dog Brother number one versus Pandora Peters, Medusa versus Angela slash Warlock, Lightning versus Bob Diamond, Jean Grey versus Brian Fallsworth, Doctor Doomed versus Misty Knight, Crane Mother versus Maddie Cho, and Gazing Nightshade versus Frank slash Wendigo. Oh, and uh, as the match ends, Death's Head hands you a big bag of cash. You have helped with me completing mission. Thank you. I don't. I donate it to uh, the Smithsonian. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, no. I donate. I donate it to uh, to the bereaved anonymously. Uh, they're Kennedys. They'll be fine. It's like twenty. It's like 2018 in this universe, so... Well, there's still, there's still a Kennedy somewhere. One of them dated Taylor Swift for, like, a month. <laughs> Donate the money to Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> Worst universe. In this universe, she is on the Brotherhood of Eagle Mutants. That checks out. I don't know why everyone's so mean to Taylor. Um. Yeah, so... There's another big banquet that night, and we'll we'll check that out next time on Exile. <laughs> Listen, you fucking made me do it. Broke you me. made me do it. <laughs> I was merely gonna frame Death's Head for JFK's murder. You made me murder him. This is on you. <laughs> I had this fucking plan for hours, Luke. I'm actually planning things ahead in this arc, and you're foiling me at every fucking stage. Uh, okay, we'll we'll be back next week on Exile. <laughs> Uh, hi, I'm James. I play Wendigo, and people can find me online on Twitter at at least L E A S K. You can find me online uh, on Twitter at ronchronchronch, and you can find my writing on the Eisner nominated womenwriteaboutcomics.com. You can find me online at Fred Fett, and you can also hear me co hosting Multiversal Q with our game master, Luke. You can find me on Twitter at StreetOverGen. You can find my artwork at StreetOverGen.com. And um, you can find a piece I did in the uh, Xavier Files zine. Uh, it's a, 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 a saucy Nightcrawler pinup. And I will also be in the upcoming group chat anthology by Pomegranate Magazine. Yo, real talk. How deep did that V get? Very deep. Very deep. Hell yeah. Thank you, uh, James Lisk, for our direction. I just, I just believe in big V's. And I'm Luke. I also have a piece on that Xavier Biozine that is not as good as that deep V. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Coltrek. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. 
Uh, Devin and I also do the podcast Multiversal Q, which you can find at multiversalq.com, where we are actually when this would have gone up. We got done with our Infinity What If bump, and we had a lot of good episodes. We had Jay and Miles on an episode. Uh, Also, if you are a Patreon backer, uh, we are now sending out the uh, collectible cards with illustrations by Chris Schweitzer. Those also will come with a few Exiled logo stickers. And it is a very nice presentation where if you... You'll get that if you back at the 5 or $10 level on Patreon. If you only want to back at the dollar level, you get early episodes. And that helps to support all the shows that I do, including the new spinoff podcast that I've done, John Wiki, which you can find at johnwiki.com. And Wiki. W-I-K-I. Okay. Mm-hmm. So not not like and someone who was Wick esque. No. It's a play because each week we try reading through the John Wick Wikipedia. That is a fucking loud train. Beep beep, get out of my way. Lots and lots and lots of trains. Wow. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. Uh Each week, we try and read through the John Wick Wikipedia page, but whenever we get a link to another Wikipedia page, we read through that page and discuss it. Eventually, we will understand the entire world in relation to John Wick, the movies. X-Out is a weekly podcast. You can see more, including the updated image galleries at xoutpodcast.com. That's where you can also find the other links. Please like, rate, and review on iTunes. And... Yeah, thank you for listening, thank you for sharing, and uh, thank you for everything that you do. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then. Bye. Peace.